Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. There are a few things that man cannot live without, and one of those things is water. We are seeing the symbols of the Holy Spirit woven all through the fabric of Scripture, and we've seen Him as the dove, we have seen Him as the breath of life, the wind of heaven, and today we see Him as water. Now, this is something that is really seen all through Scripture, all the way back in the Old Testament. For example, You'll remember the water coming out of the rock in the wilderness, that smitten rock that flowed with life-giving water, a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll remember in Ezekiel chapter number 47, uh, the, the prophet saw the river flowing from the throne, and uh, it was to the ankles and then to the knees and then to the waist and then waters to swim in that he could not pass over. It was a picture of the Holy Spirit's sufficiency. Uh, the, the rising tide of God's work, and you can never plumb the depths of it. You never exhaust it. This is all the water of life that is seen throughout Scripture, uh, but it is most seen in the New Testament, and uh, specifically, let's concentrate today on what Jesus said in John. John chapter 4 and John chapter 7 are two passages you should connect in your thinking. In John 4, he's sitting at a well, uh, you remember the conversation with the Samaritan woman about uh, something to drink. And then we read in John chapter number 4 these words that Jesus said. Verse 13, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Now, of course, he was not talking about physical water. He was talking about spiritual water. Now, the woman, of course, wants that water and comes to discover that he's speaking of salvation and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit of God. And so we connect that verse then to John chapter 7, verse number 37, where the Bible says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? So the same message he gave to the woman, he now gives to the multitudes. The same message he preached by the well, he now preaches in the feast day. And listen to verse number 38. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. The water was not something. The water was someone. The water was God's indwelling life, God's life-giving power in the believer. And, of course, that comes to us in the person 
of the Holy Spirit of God. So uh, water has many purposes. Uh, Water is cleansing, and of course the Holy Spirit has a a sanctifying work he does in our hearts, uh, washing us and cleansing us. Uh, Water is refreshing. The Holy Spirit has refreshing work that he does. Uh, Scripture talks about the dew. That's one example of of the work of the Holy Spirit of God, refreshing our souls. Uh, But primarily, water is sustaining. Uh, Without it, you die. You can't live without water. Uh, In fact, much of your body is made up of water. And in the spiritual realm, the picture here is that you can't live without the Holy Spirit. There is no eternal life if the Holy Spirit of God has not come to live in your heart. And there is no abundant life if the Holy Spirit of God is not enabling you to live in that abundance every day. Let me point something really interesting out to you. We're comparing Scripture with Scripture, John 4 and John 7. Notice in John 4 verse 14, first of all, we get a drink. He said, are you you thirsty for a drink? All right, come for a drink. He said, then when you get the drink, he said, there will be in you a well. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord always gives more than you imagine. Uh, People come for a drink, they find the whole well. Uh, People many times are are searching for something, looking for uh, a specific need to be met in their life, and that's the entry point whereby they hear the gospel and come to know something about God. But when they receive the Lord and the Holy Spirit comes to live in their heart, they don't just get a drink to meet that need. Friends, you get the whole well. And then he goes further. He said it's not just a well. It's a well of water springing up. What's a spring? A spring is a place where there's perpetual fresh water coming out. So there's no bottom to this well because it's fed by uh, the very life-giving power of who God is uh, springing up in us. So we move from the drink to the well to the spring. And then when you come to John chapter 7, he said uh, that this water in you will flow out of you rivers, plural, rivers of living water. You see the beautiful progression here, the work of the Holy Spirit of God in our hearts. Uh, He meets our our need for thirst when we come to him for salvation. We receive a drink. We receive the well, all of God's sufficiency, all of God's supply, uh, continually fresh because it's a spring. And then notice, please, that's not to be kept to ourself because that spring then feeds the rivers of living water that flow out of our life. In John chapter number 4, it's water in. In John chapter number 7, it's water out. Do you see, the Holy Spirit of God comes to live inside of you on the day of your salvation. He he is the permanent resident of the believer. He, He doesn't rent, he buys. He doesn't move in and out, he moves in to stay. When he moves in, he brings all of his own furniture with him. So he brings all of the divine sufficiency, all of heaven's resources to the heart of the believer. The Holy Spirit comes in. But as we yield to the Holy Spirit, as we grow in in our obedience to the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit flows out unhindered through our life into the lives of other people. I'm convinced uh, that if we were more yielded to the Holy Spirit and did not hinder Him, more of the Spirit's fullness and flow and freshness uh, would be distributed in this world. More people would come to know Christ as their Savior. Others would be encouraged. Uh, Believers would be strengthened and helped because of the work of the Holy Spirit of God in us and then through us. So let's take these two thoughts today about the water, because you need it, friend. No matter who you are or what your spiritual condition today, you got to have water. Water is life. You must have the Holy Spirit. Number one, 
If he doesn't live in you, that means you need to be saved. If you've never opened your heart and humbly invited the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life, would you do that now? And when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God comes to live inside of you. You can have the Holy Spirit today. Perhaps you're a believer and you're saved. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Someone said he's the resident but not the president. So he's, he's present but he's not uh, preeminent or prominent in your life. And you need to yield to him today and say to the Holy Spirit of God living in you, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't want you to have part of me. I want you to have all of me. It's really not about us getting more of him. It's about him getting more of us. And then if you know you're saved and you are, you are seeking today to be filled with the Holy Spirit, would you make this your prayer? Holy Spirit, I want you to flow unhindered out of my life. Uh, I don't want to be selfish. We, we're not seeking to be filled with the Holy Spirit so we can just enjoy the Holy Spirit. We want to be instruments, conduits, channels, tributaries through which the, the beautiful spring of heaven uh, the beautiful life-giving power of God can flow into the lives of other people. May the Lord help us to see the Spirit today, and may the Lord help others to see the work of the Spirit in us. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.